Welcome to the first episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly. This is a supplemental podcast to my main podcast uh, called Book Club with Caden Kelly. I, uh, for a while now, I've been reading a different nonfiction book every week, and I talk about it, and the intention is to uh, become happier and healthier and wiser and wealthier. So I read uh, financial books and I read philosophy books and um, personal development, self-help books, all all the things to help me become a better person. The podcast is supposed to keep me accountable to myself. So I read the books and then I stream it live on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch. Uh, And then I post it on, I post the episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts the next day. So I stream it live Mondays, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, early, because we get shit done around here. And then I post it the next day at uh, on Tuesdays at 8 a.m. And uh, I realize I, th- that podcast, it's long form. Some of the books that I read are, you know, there are like eight hours, six hour books. And then I, this one that we're going to do today was 28 hours. And, um, Instead of going longer <laughs> to cover more content, I'm going to try to go shorter because even an hour, an hour and a half podcast can be exhausting. So I want to get the same point across, but I want to do it in 15 minutes or less. That's what I'm trying to do. So we're going to talk about the point. So here's the point. This last week, well, I should say too, um, that podcast you can find on Spotify, like I said, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Book Club with Caden Kelly, if you're interested in the book and want to hear more discussion on it. Um, You can find all of my socials and links to the podcast, to each podcast on my blog, cadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. And uh, you found me, so you should know how to spell my name, but just in case you don't, it's K-A-I-D-E-N-K-E-L-L-Y. So uh, you'll find links to book club and You'll find um, my Facebook. It's called Caden's Podcast. You'll find access to all my other podcasts or all of my podcast content on Facebook and YouTube under Caden's Podcast. So, uh, and YouTube might even just be Caden Kelly. You know, I'm doing this all by myself. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I love to, I love the journey that I've been on to improve myself. And I love trying to inspire others to be better, make better decisions, have a, a, to, to strengthen their critical thinking ability, to challenge their beliefs, their opinions, and make better decisions to be healthier, happier, wealthier, and wiser. So today, we're going to jump into the first episode of Here's the Point of Enlightenment Now by Steven Pinker, The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and progress. Uh, yeah, th- again, this was a lengthy book, uh, very thick and very thin words, very thin spacing. So it took a. I did the audio book, uh, I uh, listened to it, and then and read at the same time sometimes when I can. Uh, took about yeah when you're going just at regular speed. Twenty six, twenty eight hours I think. So uh, about the author, Steven Pinker is a. Uh, is Johnstone Family Professor of Psychology at Harvard, where he conducts research on cognition, language, and social relations. Uh, he has several prize-winning books. 
uh, he's he has been elected to the National Academy of Sciences, has won many prizes for his teaching and research, and is listed as one of the world's most influential thinkers by Time, Foreign Policy, and other magazines. Uh, so very smart guy, uh, very well versed. The whole book. You got uh, one thing that uh, is I, the only way I could do this in 15 minutes. I think is just I'm gonna hit on the main points in book club. I go through, I'm, I take notes of the book as I read it, and I go through all of my points. But right now, I think I'm going to, I think I'm just going to improvise and try to cover um, the main ideas from each part, from each chapter, or maybe not even each chapter, ma- mainly just each part, I suppose, and uh, help explain his book. So, the case for science, reason, humanism, and progress that Stephen Pinker makes is to explain how these things that came from the Enlightenment helped human helped elevate humans out of sh- uh, shitty living conditions and has dramatically improved the quality of life that humans e- uh, experienced then and con- how these principles continue to help human conditions, health, longevity, everything. So uh, that's the point. Let's do it. 15 minutes or less. Right. And we've already started. So probably like 10 minutes or less now at this point. (laughs) Got to do this fast. And it's not fair. It's a 26 hour book, but we're going to do it fast. So uh, anyway, the Enlightenment originally coined by Kant, uh, philosopher Kant. I think it's Immanuel Kant. um, Explained that there's uh, either he explained it or Pinker coined it, coined these four themes to the Enlightenment. Reason, science, humanism and progress. So we're going to look at how each of the he looks at how um, those have improved the quality of life across the board for all humans. Um, And we're going to do so regardless of what popular opinion suggests. So there's a uh, he calls it the availability heuristic. Uh, Regardless. You know, news media, social media, they are they they talk about everything that happens. And some people have agendas and some people are non-biased and can look at news and information and convey it in a in a you know very neutral manner. But regardless, human he explains humans are preconditioned to react more dramatically or uh, more sensitively to bad news than we are to good news so and uh you know there's (laughs) the uh media industry knows this so they um a lot of people will exploit this human tendency to cling to bad news like facebook does it i think i think it's been revealed that facebook's algorithm is designed not to promote not to they don't put happy things in front of people to get the most engagement out of people, they put what they disagree with in front of them, and their algorithm figures that out as they continue as they engage with Facebook. So, fa- so Facebook is able to create large engagement by producing or sharing content that people disagree with. I'm, I, I'm, I got to do this really short, really fast, I guess. But that's that's the availability heuristic where we have access to tons of bad news today, so we think the world is in really bad shape. 
but it's not. That's the point. The world is actually getting better as the years go on, despite what we think when, with all of this access to bad news. The world is actually getting better. This is his case. So uh, the book is – that's part one, the Enlightenment. Reason, science, humanism, and progress have made the world better. And despite of what, despite what we think, what we believe, what we hear from the news, all of this. So that, that's part one of the book. Part two is called Progress. And the, I think the best way I can explain this chapter is, or this part is to read the, each title heading. He takes pretty much the whole human existence and breaks them down into chapters and explains how these four tenets, reason, science, humanism, and progress, have have helped the human condition, have helped in this area. So, for example, the, uh, the first one that he discusses is called life. It, the chapter title is life. So, humanism, reason, science, and progress have expanded lifespan um, across the board in all nations. This is, I hope that I'm making sense. So, life, life, lifespan has increased. People are living longer. People are healthier. People have more uh, uh, access to food, to nutritious food. More wealth is being distributed to countries and to individuals. Um, chapter nine is called in inequality, and so and an interesting thing about inequality is not in this, in his words, it's not that inequality is diminishing financially. Rather, um, inequality is actually growing. The wealthy are becoming wealthier. Um, but the poorer are not becoming poorer. The, the poor are also becoming wealthier, but the gap is getting wider. And uh, he explains that the, the moral dilemma is with financial inequality is not to take from the rich and give to the poor so everyone has the same amount of money. He says that as, people, as rich people get richer, they have more money to distribute it and to help to give charities and to, to, you know, to do good things, to create businesses, to provide jobs, um, to innovate and to create. So uh, he says morally, as the inequality, that financial inequality gap grows, we're morally and ethically res responsible to lift people out of poverty. That's what that's uh, the uh, caveat. That's what's so I think that's this chapter is very interesting that way. We don't need to decrease the wealth inequality gap. We need to continue to lift people out of poverty. And he says that the best way to lift people out of poverty is to uh, is for nations to increase their wealth. And he says, you know, chapter the chapter right before chapter eight is that everyone's getting wealthier, countries and people. So um, inequality gap might be growing financially, but uh, people are getting richer and being lifted out of poverty, which is the point. That's the win. Uh, the environment, he says, uh, due to contrary belief that um, the environment is actually getting healthier. It's still not, you know, of course, none of, the, none of these things are perfect, perfectly fixed. But he says that we're not trending downward uh, in our climate. We're trending upward, positively. Things are getting better as the years go on. Again, I, I, sh I guess I should say, this book was published in 2016, I think. So um, it's been, you know, six years. I, I'm sure the, oh, excuse me, 2018. So four years. The um, 
what's changed in four years? Probably not much regarding the data, but it's uh, that's the point. The environment's getting better. There's more peace across the world. There's more safety across the world. There's less terrorism. Democracy, <coughs> excuse me, democracy is spreading across the world. And uh, I think in that chapter, he talks about markets. The free market societies are um, one of the best way. I guess that kind of has to do with inequality too. Markets are spreading, so people are becoming, uh, they have more access to opportunity to increase their circumstances. Equal rights are being distributed, like women's rights, gay rights. Uh, chapter 16 is knowledge. People are getting smarter, which is a huge indicator of well-being in, in countries and communities. Quality of life is improving. Happiness is improving. This is all worldwide. Again, he has data and science to support this. Uh, existential threats like aliens <laughs> are decreasing. Um, that's part two. Those are all the ma the major points for how the Enlightenment is improving human quality, human life. Uh, and then part three is um, he addresses concerns regarding these tenets, uh, uh, concerns with reason, with science, and with humanism. And the the consensus is. We as humans have biases, we have our own opinions, we have beliefs, we, we cling to our own thoughts of the world, and uh, at, usually at the expense of our well-being, our family's well-being, our community's well-being, and the world's well-being because of our beliefs. A good example is like religion. We, uh, back in the old day, before science, people blamed God for the bad things that happened to them, or you know, they blamed themselves for their sins because God is punishing them for their sins um, or they God would reward you for your well your good doings your good deeds and give you bountiful crops but now we know that um, now we know today with science that there's there's climate patterns and sometimes I don't I'm not a fucking scientist but sometimes things grow sometimes things don't grow and there's there's famine that that sweeps over lands and it's not God it's science there's there's if there's things that occur in the world. But the the point of part three is really we have our own biases, our own beliefs, and we neglect the data and the science in all aspects to some extent because of our own opinions and our own ego. And I talk about ego in another book. Um, so to uh, to continue to move forward, to progress, we need to abandon our beliefs that uh, that are not cr that are that are directly discredited or disproved and we need to embrace uh our uh, embrace good beliefs right or not uh, not, uh, not embrace good beliefs but embrace da data and science that are good for humanity good for ourselves good for our, our world that is steven pinker's enlightenment now if you liked any of this go listen to the longer uh, discussion in book club with Caden Kelly and uh, you can find more of my content on all of my social medias here at the video or at kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time